Welcome to HearthCast episode number 150 for patch 5.1 alpha, made possible by RiptideSoftware.com. We're going to cover some of our favorite WoW things of 2012. This is Root, and my main is a Goblin Warlock. And this is Freckleface, and my main is the Goblin Hunter, and we are a podcast for the casual World of Warcraft player. Coming up in episode number 150 of HearthCast, we're going to play a round of HearthCast AoE, and we're going to bring back the mighty Grom. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Root interviews David, the author of Bank Stacks, which is our favorite add-on. Spoiler! And the last Hearthy of 2012 is going to be awarded in this episode. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. HearthCast Season 4 has been proudly sponsored by ReduceTheLag.com. Drop your latency by up to 50%. Just visit ReduceTheLag.com today to start your free trial. And Rarespawn Studios, where epic loot is guaranteed. Rarespawn Studios specializes in anime and gaming-inspired hats and accessories. You can find them over on Etsy. And when you do, if you use the, the checkout code HEARTHCAST, you'll get 10% off your order. I want to give a shout-out to our guildmates, the Hordalies on the Deathwing server, and to the Training Dummies podcast, which is Hoof It, Hand, and Hot Pox. Geek. To our friends on Facebook, a little hello to Kiana, Jose, Mark, and Daryl. You guys made me laugh and made me a little scared of that conversation that yeah, started there on Facebook. I'm telling you. <laughs> diapers. coming out her. Diapers. <laughs> uh, also to our followers on Twitter with a special hello to Eddie Ronnie, Scorpion Ride, Syat528, and Dubricious. That's a cool Twitter name. Yeah. So, hey, Freck. Hey, Root. What you been doing, um, I don't know, outside the game of the World of Warcraft? I have been guesting another podcast. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Has it come to root Straying meeting here? outside huh? of know. podcast. <laughs> What's up? The guys over at Vote Ticket very graciously asked me to fill in for Matt, who had strep throat. Um, so they asked me to be on, on their show. That was, that was cool. I sat around with um, Sin, who we know from the meetup group. We right. met him. Yep. And his lovely wife. And Dre and Dakari. It was a good show. Thank you. you That's great. Oh, I had so much fun with those guys. They're hilarious. Yeah. They know so much about the game. Yeah. 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 Very good. And other games, I heard. Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to sit and listen, but. Yeah, it's kind of hard when you're guesting on the show. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) So, what about in game? What's going on in game? Um, So, do you remember how I said I was trying to get the pet pebble? Yeah. Okay. That requires you to do a certain daily um, 10 times. Okay. And so in, in the two weeks that I've been doing this, I've had that quest one time. Oh. So, yeah, the progress bar has not moved. I've been logging in every day. No quest. Put Log a ticket in. Put a ticket in. No, people have before. Oh. That, that's how low that quest spawn is, if that makes sense. Yeah, people put in yeah. tickets for it. Which I guess that is why it is an achievement. To get that pet. To get that pet. rare. Yeah. yeah. Now, you and I are recording this before... Um, Winter's Veil comes out, but this will be released after. After, right. And I did see in the pet journal, there are pets that say they're from Winter's Veil. New are pets. They? And one of them, one of them is the same model as Pebble. Oh. Yes. So, I don't have details on that for you guys right now. 
but check it out because by the time you hear this, when Winter's Veil will be going on. Let so. me ask you a question. Then. What? If you get the same model pet, will you be as, you know, driven to get pebbles? I don't know. I don't know. Because on the one hand, it's all about the numbers because you get more pets once you have a certain number of pets. Mm. So there's that to consider. But yeah, it's not quite as unique to have Pebble in this other new one. Um, so there's that. I yeah, my paladin's still sitting in deep home, just waiting for that quest to spawn. On my rogue, I got attuned to molten core and ran that by myself. Oh, how's that? Uh, it's pretty good. Very pretty easy. You know, I don't even have a geared ninety. She's just you know quest screens ninety, and is it was like butter, but didn't butter. Yeah, nothing dropped yet, but and keep trying. Yeah. Uh, I got my gear up enough to go into, well, I guess it's already up enough, but I finally actually tested out the waters and went into LFR. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Congrats. I'm so happy. It was pretty fun. Yeah, yeah I did the first two, and then within the within the day, I had enough gear to go into the second one. Yeah, I act so surprised, but I actually ran it with you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Feeling very good about WoW right now. Yeah. Started Started doing a Golden Lotus dailies. Yeah. Um, those are fun. I don't know why everyone's complaining about them. Although, that day when I did leave Q, I had done a few dailies. Right. And I had not turned them in yet. I was planning on getting back back online that night, and I didn't. Um, so the next day I go, oh, let me just log in and turn in my quest. Um, no. Hmm? No. Apparently, if you do not complete your dailies, they disappear you out of your them? quest log. You lose them. Whoa. I know. Sad. That's Blizzard's answer to my quest log is getting too crowded. Fine, we'll delete them. I knew that mechanic was there because whenever I go to Shrine of Two Moons, I always try to pick up that daily challenge quest because I'm tired of seeing the exclamation point. Because <laughs> I want to just pick it up and hold it in my log. Right. You know, so I wouldn't have to see it every day. Because you think it's bling bot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, someone's got a bl- Oh, just challenge, dude. <laughs> yeah. And then it, every day the quest would still be there and I look at my log and find it gone. It's like, okay. <laughs> So I guess it works away with all dailies. Oh. So be aware of that. Don't don't complete dailies and then come back the next day and think you're going to finish them. Right? right. Yeah. No. Right. So what's going on with you? Well, uh, the raid team's four out of six. We're doing better there. Uh, keep on progressing like we do. So that's cool. Um, working a little more on my cooking, and I've decided that this Saturday I will be completing my cooking. Whatever it takes, I'm completing cooking. Do, are you getting up all the ways? I'm a, yeah, I'm going to start on one. Uh-huh. Because uh, I started on one already. I'm like, I'm doing feast, some kind of feast. I can feed a raid team on one of them. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it's like the top thing yet or not. So I'm going to complete that. Um, How many tokens do you have? Man, I don't know. Okay, I'm just warning you right now. Because some of the, a lot of the ways you get to where the only thing that will give you skill points. Or the tiger paw things right it is a food item that requires the tiger paw item yeah as one of the ingredients it requires ingredients that can only be popped with Bought. the tiger paws yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's not necessarily it might not be a matter of sitting down a day and getting all done you might get to a stopping point on all of them and that's fine okay i just need to get my head around the mechanic and start doing it because like i was trying to get one of them up and i went and i bought a bunch of ginger and i did all this thing and yeah I, and I'm like, I don't know what's going on. And then all of a sudden, I can make these other. Just, but anyhow, Jogu, you remember him, right? Oh yeah. He he he, my best friend now too. Oh. He moved. 
he now when you when you become his best friend, he moves to your lake, your little pond by your by your farm. Yeah, he sits there for a few days and he goes back to his other what, lake. What, what? No, he's no, he moved in. They all they all do that. They wander away after a while. No, he moved in. You don't feed them, so <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah, I keep I keep him happily drunk. Yeah, yeah. I'm an, such an enabler. <laughs> Did you do that quest um, by a Fisher Brewery? I'm I'm working on that one right now. Don't do it. Don't do it. No. No. Why I not? went on Wowhead and it costs so much in materials and gives you nothing back. Oh. Like it basically will come down to a point where it takes twenty one of those tokens. Yeah. And you only get ten gold in return after the whole quest. It Ooh. doesn't open up anything else. It doesn't give you any reward in the mail. So you're doing all that. For the same reward as you do for planting whatever little seed that Farmer Yoon wants you to plant. So do you think that's one of those quests that once we get into Mop and people go like, well, now what am I supposed to do? I'm capped out on everything. I'm do- what am I supposed to spend these things on now? You think that's one of those quests that, well, why don't you go buy the Duda Brewery? Maybe. if you, I don't know. If you've maxed all your cooking and bought all the vanity items and... You keep doing the cooking dailies, so. so you keep getting your tiger paw thing. You might, yeah. say, oh, might as well spend it on that. Might as well go buy the guy that. I guess, but you can use the tiger paws to buy stuff that you can put in the auction house. I used one just to buy a sack of fish, and then I sold the fish for uh, something like 40 gold for five of them. Oh, there you, you know. Go. Yeah, I had a good auction house week. Oh, did you? Yeah. What'd you do? Sold a bunch of stuff. All right. Yeah. What kind of stuff? Um, some drops that I got out of... Um, um, some LFR and uh, some uh, other places. Yeah. Ended up with like, uh, I think it's like 6,000 gold this week. In nice. In the auction house. That was good. What else am I doing? Um, you know, I kind of took a little bit of a break from the dailies, which I know a lot of people are just like, just rolling over now. I'm like, why? Well, I just want a little break. And yeah. so I'm kind of doing other things like, you know, run my random heroic, doing my scenarios. That's fun. You get a little, um, Treasure chest box thing now. Oh, cool. Which is where I got one of the uh, 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 BOE items, because I didn't need it. It was like the BOE plate or something. Oh, what level? Um, Relevant level, like 468. Oh, okay. So it's still, you know, not, like it's not going to replace anything. It's enough to anything. get you into looking for raid if right. you... Yeah, it's enough people spend 600 gold on or whatever. So that worked really well. We ran Shaw, did Shaw, Tuesday. Oh, that's right. I yeah, was there. You were there for that. Yeah. And, um, it went a lot smoother than last time. I haven't done it in a few weeks. Yeah, well, everybody's yeah. getting geared. You're out gearing it now. Yeah. You know, so. I didn't die. Yeah. I don't, th- I don't know if anybody died. This was another one of those where I didn't get, you know, you can get, like, uh, mind controlled. And then you start attacking people. I didn't get that again. It's like the second time this is happening where I just kind of sit around and go, okay, I'm just DPSing. Okay, whatever. <laughs> oh, what, he's dead? Okay. Oh, I got loot. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> So I actually used my my uh, my my bonus roll on him to get the to get and I got some PvP gear. But, oh, yeah, and it was BOE and I accidentally equipped it. So <laughs> sorry. Uh-huh. Oh well, such is life. Yeah, and uh, so bring everybody up to speed with with uh, the CEO of Riptide and his gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, he did come in and uh, a couple was it last week or so and blame me for he was going to quit. Wow. What did you do this time? Um, I think we talked about this on the show. The way that the daily quest initiates with the um, uh, the oracles. 
he DPSs a guy down too fast so another person can't spawn. So Oh, is it the um when you go to attack the gator? I, I don't know. And then he, you know, probably fighting, what it is. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it is. The one that triggers the whole switching factions. Correct. Okay. Right. So he hasn't been able to do that because the thing does, he dies too fast. So he, and so he's like, I can't. He died. Why is so I'm can like, he not just like auto shot? Well, what I told him uh, subsequently, I don't know if he's done it yet. I told him subsequently, he's like, start taking gear off. You know, take your True. weapon away. You know, take take stuff away. Smack it around. I don't care what you do, but start taking some of your, you know, gear down to be on their level if you're killing it too fast. It's, you know, not yeah. rocket science. Yeah. You know, quit doing your big moves, you know. <laughs> so I don't know where he's at with that. However, um, in in a subsequent meeting this week, I get called to the office, which you know is always fun. (laughs) And he looks at me. He goes, "Hey, hey." He goes, "Number oh, he hates Deathwing, the server that we're on." Oh, he does. Yeah, why? Can't stand the server that we're on. He doesn't like the ganking. No, he's he's like he said, "Horde are weak on Deathwing, and that they don't care about gankers." This, yeah, it's probably pretty similar. He's like, "Why do you guys let the alliance just gank everybody?" It's like, well. Ain't ganking me, buddy. <laughs> you know? So they're ganking you. I don't know what's going on. So, but he tells me he goes, "Hey, hey." I was like, "Hey, what's going on?" He goes, "So the other day, uh, they decided, by the way, to switch professions from skinning to leatherworking." Okay. Wait, so, from skinning to leatherworking? Yeah, they dropped skinning and picked up leatherworking. That that makes sense. Not my call. Okay. <laughs> I was like, you need skinning to spot right. the... Well, okay. only one of their tunes. Okay. They have two tunes. Gotcha. Actually. Okay, so one of them they drop, And so the other guy's still a skinner. Okay. And checked the auction house, didn't have the skins that they needed for to level. And so he decided he's going to go over to this other place and farm mobs for skins. Some kind of well. And he gets, he goes, hey, get this place. He goes, there's an alliance guy there. And he's like... 80. And there are all these whelps on the ground around him. I was like, what'd you do? And he goes, I went up and I skinned him. <laughs> and I was like, the guy just stood there. because the guy just stood there. And then another wave of whelps came in and the guy gave a weed. And then I just skinned him. <laughs> and he just watched me skin them. <laughs> I said, the guy just watched you skin him. He said, yeah, I'm 90. I'm a panda. He's not going to mess with me. I was like, all right. He goes, and then another wave came in, and the guy AOE'd, and he accidentally AOE'd me. And he said, sorry, 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 sorry. Oh, what'd he do? I skinned him. (laughs) I was like, how long did this go on for? He goes, oh, about 15, 20 minutes. He goes, all he's doing is killing, and I'm skinning everything he kills for 20 minutes. I was like, you don't think that he's not a skinner, and he's just killing the whelps and looting them for whatever they're dropping, like, you know. Which they do drop some pretty good some pets. other stuff, pets. or pets, yeah. You know, he could have been farming. He goes, oh, <laughs> yeah, maybe that's it. So some alliance guy was like, oh, I had a pretty good day. Me and his horde were working together. Yeah, right. He was skinning my stuff for me. So, Cleaning so up that, the trash. That, so the whelps respond faster. 
And he's thinking that he's so B.A. that the guy is taking his loot. No, it ain't working that way, man. I skinned it right in front of him. Take that. (laughs) (laughs) For 15 minutes. (laughs) He was all proud of himself. (laughs) And it had to go rain on his parade. Oh, Oh, you should just let him have it. Oh, I did let him have it. The no, harsh I mean, reality. No, of it. you should <laughs> let him have his little his, his, his moment. little victory. <laughs> no, no, not me, not me. He's still convinced that he's going to uh, to beat me in a PvP battle. Have you guys dueled? No, I don't. He won't give me his tune name. What? Because he gave me his last. You know the story. He gave me the last tune name that he gave me. First of all, I like. Oh, I, I pulled him up on the armory, and I'm like, "You're like totally geared wrong." And I bought him some gear oh, to send to him. So now he doesn't want to hear it. And then probably that. And then I did stalk him and like dive bombing him and stuff. Then I found <laughs> out that it was his girlfriend playing, <laughs> which is always bad when you stalk the CEO's girlfriend. Not a good thing to no, do. Not no, a thing. not a really good thing to do. <laughs> so now he won't give me his two name. I'm like, "How are you gonna do me?" He goes, "Oh, I'll do you." He goes, "I'll call Blizzard and get your name." I'm like, no, you won't. He, he's also convinced because you know we there are some WoW players at Riptide outside of me. Oh sure, yeah, um, we talked about that. Yeah, Kellyoni is one yeah. of the big ones, right? And uh, Kellyoni is he's doing uh, he's further along in raid progression than 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 we are. And our CEO constantly threatens disenchanting as form of punishment at work. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'll take your best piece of gear, make you give it to me, and I'll. Disenchanted right in front of you. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, that's possible. Yeah, I was like, I don't think you understand how WoW works. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to give you my best piece. Of <laughs> uh, if, if that would ever happen to me, I would totally go to the bank and get like one of my get like a Deathwing, the, the thing that I that I used for transmog. I'm like, that's the same. Look, this is the same piece. No, don't give me your transmog stuff. I can go get it again. Oh, true. Or I'll get one of the weapons. Well, I have. so he doesn't realize that once you've equipped it, you can't trade it. But yeah, but you, I don't know. You put in the non-tradable items and de it. I don't know. I don't think oh, so. Okay, what's well, cool? Save any. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's fun though. It's cute when he says. That. <laughs> so hey, Freck, we got a letter here from our buddy Jackson. Dear Root, Freckleface, and the, insert movie reference here, AOE player. I was listening to episode 149 and got chills down my spine as Kevin's story of WoW Gone Bad unfurled. I have worked so hard on forming friendships at work around World of Warcraft, but never once thought that of what could possibly happen if relationships sour. While it's just a few of us playing regularly now, I honestly think a breakup would be devastating. How does one deal with such thing in a workplace? I would still have to work alongside them during the week, Yet we have this void between us. Root, you mentioned that you had to fire someone you played WoW with. While awkward, I'm sure that person was no longer at your place of employment. Did they also leave your guild? Do they play anymore? What happened there? Um, yeah, I had to let somebody go who did play WoW in our little Work Till 5 group. Um, after that, it was very quick that they dropped guild. Uh, then soon after, left the game. Hmm. Um, and I have, then they unfriended me on Facebook. So, which, you know, you know, I can't blame the guy, but you know, it was, it was a purely business decision and, um, yeah, it didn't have to leave. Well, that's true. How do you deal with the people you had your group with at work who you now no longer group with? I know I'm full of questions this week, but you both touched on a subject near and dear to my heart. I eagerly await your reply. 
All right. Well, we just mentioned Kellyoni. Kellyoni was also part of the Work Till Five group. Um, Kung Fu Elvis, also part of the Work Till Five group. Meow the Snake, also part of the Work Till Five group. Now, Meow the Snake doesn't work at Riptide anymore. He's still in our guild. Nothing but friendship with him. Kung Fu Elvis, no longer in the group, barely plays WoW now because of his schedule so demanding on him, but we're still really good friends in and out of work. Kellyoni, while he, one of his tunes was in our Work Till 5 group, no longer in the group, uh, he's on our server in a different guild, and he and I talk WoW pretty much daily. So the breakup, if you will, of the Work Till 5 group was pretty transparent. It really didn't. Everybody was just like, okay, we tried it, and it was cool, and it was fun, but we kind of got back to our mains, you know, because <laughs> the Work Till 5 group was a bunch of newbies. You know, low B characters, I think they're level 14 or something. And so we all kind of went back to our mains and we leveled other things up. And it's just, you know, I've grouped with Kellyoni once or twice since then. But that's cool. We're all, I mean, we're perfectly fine with it. You know, outside of um, the one guy who left. And, you know, we actually had another guy who came in and he was in our guild. He rolled a death knight and he was in for a little bit. Uh, he... Um, left Riptide as well, and I haven't heard anything from him at all. And like he popped in guild a couple other times, but he was never really in sync with the guild. It was really weird. Was, yeah. You know, so it's like eh, it was a little weird. So overall, it not didn't really. It's a non-issue. We don't even really talk about it. We had fun when we did it, and we're having fun what we're doing now. Yeah. So. And, you know, I had kind of a similar situation with Kevin, with um, my best friend that I had growing up, who we met when we were 10, and then we got into a thing probably about five years ago, and we were really close, really close all those years, all through middle school, high school, college, um, and it was just like one day she brought up something from six months earlier that she was upset with. And the next couple of years, we spent off and on, you know, hanging out and then getting awkward around each other. And now it's dissolved into where if I'm around her, she won't look at me. Wow. So it still makes me sad. It is very hard to deal with. And but at the same time, you can't live your life in fear of that. I'm not going to treat any other friends differently, right? Because they might do the same thing. It doesn't matter. Anybody could, but I'm going to assume that they're not. Um, as you know, as far as WoW goes, if you keep, you know, if you keep your friendship up with your people at work, especially with your co, you know, in, in your situation is a little different because you were in a position above somebody who you played with. So they probably took what happened personally as opposed to a coworker. I mean, I, I still talk to people that I used to work with and so do you. And it's, um, you know, no big deal. We have, you know, we have less in common now, but I try to keep that, uh, connection going. Sure. Yeah. So it's the same thing. I mean, your friend, if you guys make genuine friends with your wow, it doesn't matter if somebody gets transferred or somebody, looks for a different job, you know. And then maybe you could just keep that culture going and a new person comes in, hey, buddy, you play well? Oh, absolutely. Here's a free trial, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I think you hit on it perfectly there, Freck, where 
the best advice we could give to Jax is that you don't play in fear of something falling apart. Exactly. Um, you know, play and have fun with it. Yeah. You know, make 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 sure everybody's having. You know, and don't put so much on your shoulders that you feel like you have to make everything fun. That's true. I think that's what the beauty of our our work till five was. Is we all were like, hey, we should, you know started at lunch. Hey, we should do this. Okay, let's do this. And then we did it. And then it was just like, you know, one week we're like, okay, we have to wait till next week because we're really busy. And then it just it kind of fizzled out. And that's fine. You know, that's perfectly fine. And then Meow the Snake joined our raid team. We went down. We killed Deathwing. We did all that kind of stuff. He won the mount, and then he quit raiding. Then he left Riptide. And now yeah. he's back again. It's it's fine. It's just it's yeah, all part of yeah. the normal cycle. You don't see him as much anymore, but he shows up the media up every once in a while. And, yeah, you know, hugs all around and what's up with you guys? And you know, no nothing no, lost there. Nothing yeah. lost. It's free. It's it's great. It's a lot yeah. of fun. What happened with Kevin? I mean, that can happen in any situation. Yeah. What if you? What if your favorite hangout was, you know, Pizza Hut, and now you can't go to Pizza Hut anymore, lest you bump into them. Oh, I you had know. something like that happen. <laughs> you did, yeah. Um, had an had pizza. an no, not Pizza Hut. <laughs> okay, it was uh, uh, Starbucks. Uh oh. Yeah, it had a little bit of um. What's the word I'm looking for? Altercation, meltdown. <laughs> what's, the word, meltdown? what's the word I'm what? looking for here? Uh, but until it was resolved with a person, um, like I went to. Went to Starbucks and I was about to go in and I'm like, that car looks familiar. And there they were. I'm like, oh, I can't go here. <laughs> and then once it was resolved, then no problem. Then you're fine, yeah. yeah. And that's when I realized, you know, you you can't you can't go through life with things unresolved and you can't go through life with fear of things falling apart. Yeah, that's true. So Whew. Okay. Wow. That got deep. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Jax. <laughs> But hopefully, you know, take that to heart and do something with that and let us yeah. know, you know. Man, let us know. And send us a picture of the hearthy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you always picture. Yeah. That's the like um, contingent. Is that the contingency? Like you you win you win a hearthy and you, you gotta send a us a picture. Yeah. Sayamara is gonna take um a picture of his daughter with it. Oh. Yeah. Because oh, apparently cute. she really likes it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. That's great. That's great news there. Today's totally tantalizing topic. Our favorite things of 2012. Brought to you by ReduceTheLag.com. Tough, tough subject here, actually, Freck. Yeah. A lot tougher than it sounds. Right. When you go down the list and you think about this year that we've had. In World of Warcraft, in the market around World of Warcraft, and you got to think about stuff that we really liked about 2012. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, and you can comment on these, that I really like our WoW meetup group. We went from being guests of the WoW meetup group to being asked to run the WoW meetup group. And now we've expanded the WoW meetup group and it's kind of, you know. Now it's twice a month instead of just once a month, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And more people, you know, are getting the chance to go and hang out with other WoW players and talk WoW. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm really, I really like that. I really love those WoW cups. Those are a staple of my kitchen. Are they? They are. <laughs> are you guys still doing that thing where you, you only drink, like... What yes. Guests are only allowed to oh, drink out of the WoW cups. That's right. And we were able to send some of those to some of our guildies, and that was cool. We surprised them all out there. Yeah. That was cool. We have it's some up here on the top A&P shelf, yeah. the studio. 
That was really weird when I bought them all. Yeah. Because <laughs> I bought like five of each at once. I'm like, okay, I need to make sure I have five of all of these. <laughs> and then I was missing a couple. And I had to go back to a different store. And it was just weird. Yeah. Yeah, but those are cool. Those are those are still pristine. Yes, they are. Yours, yours are not. No. No. They've been through the dishwasher. No. I no? hand wash. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you lucky little dishwashers. What? Oh, <laughs> sorry. I thought you were doing that out of love for the cup. Apparently no. not. Sorry. It's everything. <laughs> and one of the things that I really loved about 2012, um, Hoof It. Now, when I say You love Hoof It? I do. Uh, truth be told, more than hand. Kidding. Um, anyhow, when <laughs> when I sent the box of cups, I sent them to Hoof It to distribute. And I drew this really weird torrin cartoon bear and Aww. i no i don't think i've seen that it's it's bad how's your drawing it's, i don't think i've seen bad. you draw anything it's cartoonish it's cartoonish v- okay. i mean but not good cartoonish think, oh. think garfield cartoonish okay so i have like cartoon garfield bear on the going rawr on the side <laughs> of, of and hoof it replied to me he sends me a thank you letter which Number one is stand-up-ish. You don't see mm-hmm. that in today's day anymore. That's so true. that was already huge. But he hand-draws a fantastic version of my character in the transmogged gear that I had. Yeah, it was elaborate. Yeah. And blew me away. So that was cool. That was yeah, we really need to, cool. Yeah, so we need to take a picture and edit it because it has... You know, personal information on the yeah. envelope, but just could get that blur thing going. That's right. Get a blur, blur it out and throw yeah. it up. Because, I mean, it's it's up, it graces the wall of our studio. Yeah. That's how much I like that thing. You just kind of wonder, like, when that thing went through the mail, did people stop and go, man, look at that. That's pretty freaky. I think they did. They had to. They had to. I think even the robots, machines that do the sorting are like, especially if you don't, especially if you don't know about WoW and it looks like the guy has two pairs of eyes. Like what? (laughs) Like what's going on? (laughs) And if you want to see some of some of Hoofit's drawing, look at my Twitter account. The um, the icon I have for Twitter, my avatar, if you will, is as done by Hoofit. He also did the logo for uh, uh, Training Dummies, obviously, and also. Uh, torn think tank so yeah if you want to see some of the work he does it's pretty fantastic it's pretty impressive nothing about 2012 that i liked was actually rolling my blood elf fruit my mage Hmm. i had a lot of fun he's he's still 85 i had a lot of fun with with fruit though do you have plans to level him up eventually um, here soon it's coming. Basically, I want to get to the point where there is no more gear that I can get for my tune for root for my main. I don't. I want to get to the point where there's no more t- no more gear I can get from either doing dailies or um, LFR. Once I get to the point where all the gear I can get is from actual raiding, then I will go back and start leveling fruit again. Oh, okay, I see what you're doing there. One thing that I led to at 2012 too is leveling my blood elf. Hair so soft. Hell yeah. And that was. It revived my interest in the game when I had gotten to such boredom with it. And that lasted me like that last stretch before I decided to roll Hunter right before Mop dropped. Mm. So, I have fond memories. He's still 41. <laughs> I do not have the dedication of of our friend that came on the show that just, you know, 185, just Irving. Because I didn't even... Irving. Go, 
I didn't even go that far. You know, I did any quests that didn't require me to kill things, gathering or, you know, relaying messages, uh, Dark Moon Fair, mm. did all that. So, and even that, it was tedious. And I got to 41, I was like, oh, I can't take this anymore. Yeah, imagine going 85 with no kills. <sighs> being in combat once like that guy was. Not even no kills, just herping. Herping. At one point, you're like, at some point, you just say to yourself, I could do that, but then I would have. I know that. it could be <laughs> done, so there's no really point in doing it just to say it could be done. Right? Yeah. So that's one of those things you go. I could do that, but then that means I'd be doing that. Exactly. <laughs> it's like okay, you've proven that it is possible. That's all we really needed to know. So we'll just move on from that. I liked our move in here to the studio. Oh, me too. That was so much fun. I'm sure Mrs. Root really likes that too. <laughs> <laughs> Because for a while, we moved everything back into my house. Oh, right. Yeah. And that was awkward, trying to keep everybody super quiet. You know me. I'm little. Especially the dog. Yeah. He didn't understand. No. No. And then we had it there for a while at Riptide. And it just got to a point with with, uh, some personnel moves that it made sense to, you know, bite the proverbial bullet, as it were. And uh, we got lucky and found this place. It's a great place. It's all right. Gets the job done. I like it. Yeah. And with that studio, we actually had in-studio guest. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Zabby was our first one. Zabby was the first. But she was a great guest. She made it all the way out here. And then we had uh, Gorm and his wife a couple yeah. weeks ago in Which means studio. we had our first studio audience. That's true. And we we were, we had just enough cha- we had just enough room for four people. Yeah. Yeah. I can get more chairs. Yeah. I don't want to get more chairs, though. No. Get more chairs, I don't need room for anything else. No. Now, inside the Game of World of Warcraft, some of the stuff I liked in 2012 that I consider my favorites, even though I said I'd never do it, transmog. Ah, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, that's all right. Um, I don't I, I don't transmog now as much as I should. I have a tabard covering up my chest piece. I don't like that. I think tabards should be invisible. If you want them to be. You got to look up Hind. H-E-N-D, Deathwing Server, U.S. Horde site. He can can transmog. That man got the gift. He needs to get out of his current job and get into, like, fashion design. You know? <laughs> fashion designs by Hind Love. <laughs> he just calls his line That'd Hind Love. That would be a great, uh, yeah, be a great name, Hind Love. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Transmogs by Hind Love. <laughs> <laughs> You could hand wash things. Oh. 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 Hand dry. Yeah, hand dry. The 64-bit client was released. I liked that, even though it was problematic at first. They figured they figured that out. That's great. Don't know what that means. Just better stuff. Okay. Take your word for it. Cross-realm raiding. Huge. Came out. LFR. LFR. That was a big thing. How Raid far Finder. Was that last year? Yeah, but it came out in December. Close enough once I got the kinks worked out to call it 2012, in my opinion. Fair enough. Um, but that was a huge game changer. Um, as much, you know, I don't know. People love to hate on LFR. I've only been really in two groups that were bad. Got all my LFR experiences with MOP, that is considered MOP. Um, and one of them, I think. 
that I might have contributed not to the bad, but to my my attitude was already in a bad place. So I could have been less forgiving in that group. In confession time, I got kicked out of LFR last week. You did? What'd yeah. you do? Um, <laughs> there's there's a um. I can't, oh, um, in Terrace, you haven't done Terrace yet. Uh, um, I think no. it's Terrace. So it's, it's like the last one, anyhow. It's the last one, and there's this one part where you're, you're people are going to hate me for saying this, but you're fighting the Hello Kitty <laughs> boss, <laughs> and and she spawns these little protectors, and everybody focus fires one of these little protectors down, and then they all go away. Somehow, I accidentally banished the guy. <laughs> That we're almost done with. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, and I don't think it's me. So I'm like, who would banish that guy? Why would they do that? And people are like, who banished? I'm like, I don't know who banished. I don't know. Why would they? That's stupid. Why would they do that? The warlock banished him. What warlock would banish a guy whenever this close to <laughs> root? The warlock did it. I'm scrolling back. I did what? <laughs> Oh, no. So as soon as combat was over, I get kicked out. Oh. And I'm like, okay, I'm taking Banish off of my spell bar. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know if it was a misclick or what. or How did you finish up the rest of the bosses? I re Did you have to start over? Yeah. And do bosses you had to uh-huh. oh. Yeah. No, that, that one's not bad. Still. There's like, that one, like, when you start that one, you can see the end boss from where you mm-hmm. start, so... It wasn't that bad. What about Cross Realm Zones? They've grown on me. Yeah, like mold? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. The more I use it, the more. Like, I know it's still got its quirks and, you know, but some of them are fun to take advantage of. They fixed the biggest issue, which was the start and stop times not being uniform. Now they are. Right. So... Yeah. Which in and of itself was not a cross realm zone issue. It was an issue uncovered by cross realm zoning. So it wasn't a problem that things started at different times. No, it wasn't. You know, it was a problem that. But they should have figured that out before they implemented it. They should, <laughs> they should have made it standardized, and then implemented cross realm zone. Yeah. Well, I just don't. I still don't like the fix because the, while the fix works, the fix is inconvenient to people who are used to a certain game style. That's true. So. But it works, so. No reagents on portals. Stuff that moves you around. Like the mages don't have to go get your runes anymore or whatever they had. You just get portals. You go and cast a portal, you cast a portal. So I kind of like that. Even though I don't play my mage much anymore. Of course, we can all look at the big elephant in the room for 2012. Mr. Pandaria. I guess mm-hmm. it's really the big panda in the room. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Shout out That's to And with that, of course, comes uh, scenarios, the pet battles, um, and then with 5.1, the gear upgrade system and the pet battle stones, which I still haven't got any of them yet, so I have to take everyone's word for it that it's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's been so much good stuff with MOP, and that, and that, I think, is what made this topic so difficult, because there's been a lot of really cool stuff this last year. And then they drop mop. And you're like, oh, nothing beats that. Well, there's nothing last year though until mop is the problem. Transmog. What patch did that come out? I think four point three. No, it was just, but it was October of last year that they said, hey, 
sign up for this 12 month thing. Right. And, and then after that, they're like, no, 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 no more new content. New content. Right. So it was, that was 2011 that Transmont came out. So we had nine months of nothing. And then, oh my gosh, awesome sauce for like three months. <laughs> I got a cool wow hat for my birthday. Oh, and I got a Hearthstone Echoes for my birthday. Imagine that. Yeah. See? I think that's my favorite. Yeah, it's favorite birthday present. Oh, yeah. thank you. It's pretty. Oh. I got a little Lilliput monitor. USB monitor is about this big, small. Nobody can see your fingers. Um, <laughs> just saying. It's You're like holding it up. I'm like, yeah, that only works with me. <laughs> Sometimes I forget. <laughs> it's about eight inches. The monitor. Yeah. All right. So yeah, it's cool. It's USB. Neat. That's my favorite. But the hat's second. I still wear it when I raid. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I put it on, but the, the Mrs. Root calls it my raiding hat. It's all you got your raiding hat. She doesn't have to ask what I'm doing. Yeah, that's true. I got the hat on. You know what I'm doing. My favorite thing, I think, has been switching mains, discovering Hunter. Oh. Yeah, because last year she did not exist. This is true. Last year was all about the Healden. Yeah. And no more healing. Yeah, you're doing good as a hunter too. Am I? Yeah. I don't know. Then right. my DPS is still pretty low-ish. Yeah, you're getting there though. For raid finder, um, yeah, and I, I, I realized two weeks later that five point one broke one of my macros. Oh yeah. So it only been half working. Hmm. hmm. But these two spells shared a global cooldown, but somehow. It had let me make a macro with them both. Oops. So then it it fixed that. So, But in your defense, I know you don't like going to Noxic or Ask Mr. Robot or any, anybody else to teach you how to play your class. Oh, so, contrary. I went to Ask Mr. Robot last week. Oh. Yeah. And I got my new gear. I was like, well, I guess I'm, I sh- it was in between doing the different raid finders. I said, well, let me at least... Optimize my gear. All right. Yeah. Yeah. There's an add-on. Reforginator. I know. I don't want to do that. Why? I don't know. When something does something that takes it out of my control, for some reason, I just, I just don't like it. All right. Yeah. Well, fair enough. Reforginator gets all the data from Ask Mr. Robot. Oh, it does? Yeah. Oh. Well. <laughs> okay. So. That's all right, then. Yeah. And there's so that. And if you remember, Ask Mr. Robot actually has an add-on to import your... Well, they will be having an add-on here. They will be, yeah. Yeah, to yeah. import your stuff in. So. so, yeah, you could do that. Yeah. So, we put it out on Facebook to ask, to ask you guys what your favorite stuff was from 2012. Um, will and Jean-Pierre both said being able to play with friends across Realm Zone. Um, Pamela said battle pets. Yeah. <laughs> I added the yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jared said the video that they made showcasing vanilla to now, and it's great to see the progression of the game. And um, Jared, you know, we, we looked for that online. We couldn't find it. So if you could do us a favor and maybe post that to our Facebook page so we can see it and share it. It sounds cool. Hmm. Yeah. And then Mark mentioned the YouTube Blizzard customer service videos. Apparently there are a series of videos out for um, simple problems that have simple solutions. That you can watch, and it's a little easier than just reading about it. So Very that's cool. awesome. Yeah. 
So if there's anything that you liked from 2012, let us know. Hit us up on Facebook or the Twitters, and uh, we'll share those thoughts with you guys. It's been a good year overall. It has been. Awesome add-ons. Now, joining us on episode 150, since we're doing the best of things, my best of or favorite uh, add-on that I've really come across this year has been Bankstack. So joining us for this wonderful episode is none other than the author of said add-on. Uh, that's David. David, how are you tonight? I'm good. Thank you. And uh, David is, is uh, I kind of stalked him a little bit on Curse, found his, you know, went through and, and stalked him down and asked me to come on the show and talk a little bit about you know, his add-on and what it is to be an add-on developer. Um, but first of all, David, I want to talk to you about World of Warcraft, since that's what we're all about. What what racer in class is your main, if you have a main? What do you play? I have a Draenei Death Knight as the only character at the at the level cap. Uh, and I've been pretty fond of the, of the play style for the last expansion or two, so I'm sticking with it for now. And what kind of play style would that be? Are you like a hardcore raider? Are you just kind of casual? You know, more into, you know, what's, what's your deal? I'm pretty casual. I mostly just run around leveling, doing dailies, old raids, occasional LFRs. Cool. All right. That's cool. That's fun. And um, this the Bankstack add-on, a uh, little bit of history for our listeners. Uh, a couple months ago, our raid leader and our guild leader, Hoofit, had mentioned Bankstack in our uh, Horderly's chat room. I jumped out, I, I grabbed it, and... Um, yeah, jaw-dropping moment when it first made all the shifts in the bag, and I just you know, that was I was sold. I was I was I was like, this is awesome. What was your motivation behind making Bankstack? Well, see, I realized I was spending far too much time uh, just keeping my bags in order because you know I was being kind of anal about it, and then going and selling things and having to hunt through them to find all the grays, that kind of stuff. Uh, and so I looked for an add-on that solved that problem, and I actually found one, which was called Mr. Plow. Uh, but it was pretty slow. Uh, it moved stuff around just you know, about as fast as Bankstack can move things in the Guild Bank, if you've ever tried that. Uh, one at a time, waiting for the move to finish, all that. So if you had bags of any reasonable size, it could take you know, 20, 30 seconds to sort everything out. Uh, so I thought, hey, I could probably make this a lot faster. So I did. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, the the first time I got it actually running and saw that massive ka-chunk of everything moving, it was very satisfying. It, 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 amazingly satisfying. Uh, and I've said this on a podcast before, what I did the first time after I did, I was like, whoa. Then I purposely messed up everything in my bag just to watch it do it again. So <laughs> Yeah, I keep meaning to add in a way to... Uh, just have it mess your bags up. <laughs> it would help me a lot for testing, honestly. That's, so. That would that would be interesting, just randomly order everything in there. Now, how long did it take you to actually build the initial version of Bankstack? The first version was made super quickly, like a day or two. Uh, but it actually only did what the name of the add-on implies. It filled stacks in your bank from your bags. Because that was the, the itch I was scratching the very first time I sat down to do it. Uh, again, this is something Mr. Plow did, as far as I recall. But it would, it would you know, pick, pick up cloth or whatever, cooking ingredients. And if there was an incomplete stack in the bank, it would shuffle them over. Uh, then, over the next few weeks, I wound up uh, tinkering with it and expanding it until it was, uh, you know, because I had the basis of a 
moving items around, engine in place just for that. So I went with that. I, I think probably within within a week or three of of when I started, it was in it was similarly featureful to where it is now. All right, that's that's cool. So initial development real quick, and then when you got it massaged out, it took a couple of weeks. Now, when Blizzard throws out their patches, how bad does that mess you up? Not that badly for bank stack, honestly. Uh, Blizzard mostly doesn't touch the bag APIs, which makes things easy for me. I, I normally just have to jump in, test it, and bump the version number. Uh, there have been a couple of big patches or new features which caused me to have to run around and rewrite things. Uh, when they introduce guild banks, because those are an entirely separate API despite looking at pretty much identical to the player. Uh, when they finally put in API access to profession bags and what you can put in what bag, that was very nice, and I was able to update it to automatically fill up profession bags before anything else. And very recently, caged pets, which are implemented ridiculously, I'm afraid. <laughs> you talking about the ones for pet battles? Yeah, if you... Uh, if you've caught something, then you put it in a cage. Uh, they just didn't work with like all of the other, w- with a great many of the information gathering features. Mm, I see. So I, I I could look at them, but I couldn't say, "Oh, this is a caged pet," until I went in and introduced different ways of finding information about items. Now, outside of Bankstack, what are some other add-ons you developed? Well, I developed Silver Dragon, which is a rare mob finder. It's very like NPC Scan, which is the more popular one, I'm afraid, but it does have the distinction of having been around longer, at <laughs> least. Ah, that's the way it goes. Uh, I have Drop the Cheapest Thing, which is, as you might imagine, a junk dropper and seller, because it, it seems to go fairly well with the uh, bank stack kind of approach. I have Quest Pointer, which sticks arrows towards nearby quests onto your mini-map. Because, you know, you can go into the world map and see where all the quests are, but then you, it'll only actually point you towards the one you have selected. Oh, so this is points you to the, to the closest quest uh, to you? All the ones on your map. It highlights the closest one. Okay, gotcha. That's, that's useful. For, for a moment, I thought Blizzard was going to make it obsolete, because they had a actual announcement in one of their patch notes that they were introducing basically that, but it turned out they were just adding the arrow to, your, to the one you have selected, so I kept this one around. Uh, I also have an add-on called Better Quest, which is a replacement quest tracker. It also does a bunch of other things like playing sounds when you complete quests and their objectives, automatically tracking quests, uh, telling you about your party's quests, that kind of stuff. And recently, I've branched into making Handy Notes plugins. Handy Notes is just a map note add-on, but it has a plugin system for uh, letting you letting other add-ons put data into it. So I made a bunch of plugins for things like finding all the Law Walkers achievement items, uh, finding the Lost and Found achievement treasures, uh, where all the pet tamers are, that kind of thing. I actually have the one that you wrote for the Lost and Found. So that's another one I have of yours. Good to hear. 
Um, now, out of all the add-ons that you have, is there an add-on that you wish you personally had developed? Cynically, bigwigs. Mm. I would be rolling in advertising money. <laughs> this is true. So, what is your current favorite add-on that that you that you use on a daily basis? I think Bagnon. It's a unified bags add-on. Uh, it's uh, when I've got onto the uh, you know the PTR or the betas to test things out and they have all the add-ons disabled, I find that that's really the only add-on which I just can't, which just, it feels horrible not having my bags all unified into one. I completely agree with that. I use Tuck UI, which does use Bagnon in the background, so it, I completely agree. It, just, it makes me mad when I have a bunch of windows open when that happens. Oh, yeah. Now, so much you, harder to hunt through things. It is incredibly harder. <laughs> Do you have any uh, future plans for Bankstack? Is there any kind of new stuff coming up? I know we kind of hinted at the little maybe randomized stuff in your bag, but any real future plans for it? Uh, my future plans are basically I keep meaning to add in ways to customize sorting somewhat because that, that is like the most common feature request I get. People who want you know weapons to go to the back or whatnot. It's not actually very difficult to do. I've mostly been putting it off because I don't want to make the UI for it. So when I have the time and feel like sitting down and doing it, I can get that going. Uh, I also have been meaning for quite a while to make some changes that will make it less likely to stall out if a move is lost. Because the way it works now, it tries to move an item, then it just waits for it to finish. And occasionally, if the servers are busy, it can lose one. It can just lose the move. And then it just kind of stops, which isn't a very good experience. <laughs> what about any other add-ons? Do you have anything that you're dreaming up to to uh, improve the gameplay? Not really at the moment, honestly. Uh, lately, like I said, I've been rolling around in the Handy Notes plugins, and that's the main stuff I've been working on. That's keeping you busy for now. Yep. Now, aside from making you know these awesome add-ons that you've done for uh, for World of Warcraft, um, what do you do? In your real world, what, what, what pays your bills every month? I am a web developer. I work for DeviantArt. Well, how about that? Uh, and does do, do both of these, uh, of these jobs actually complement each other, developing add-ons and being a web developer for, for DeviantArt? They're relatively different skills in their own way. I mean, they're both programming, obviously, but the, it doesn't carry over a great deal. Completely different language. Uh, fairly different structure, but it, it keeps me on my toes. It, it's part of the fun is just uh, switching between systems. Really, writing add-ons is me—me me in my recreational time, doing what I do at work, but for fun. Exactly, so. it's a different—it's uh, a different gear for the brain. Sometimes I think when when we do that, when you uh, went to apply at uh, for, for your job, was was the game brought up at all during the interview process? It came up briefly. I actually sent in some of my add-ons as uh, samples of my work. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because, you know, it, it was programming stuff I was doing. I didn't have a great deal of, like, actual public stuff I'd done at the time. I, I had done web development, but it was basically uh, internal stuff at, at other companies. You know, internal tools for, well, for very boring things, honestly. <laughs> But the, the add-ons were a nice example of code which I completely owned and was free to share with other people. 
Did submitting add-ons to World of Warcraft, did that kind of serve as an icebreaker of any kind? Like, did, did someone in the hiring process come back and go, oh, wow, you play WoW, we play WoW, and was did it serve as a kind of a common ground for anybody? I don't think it actually came up. Uh, since starting there, there are, there are other people who do play WoW, I know, but I don't think anyone who was hiring is among that among mm, those ranks. I gotcha, so. I gotcha. It tends to come up when I, when I hire people uh, where I work. Uh, we tend to bring it up in our in our hiring process um, as well. But we are a at least one side of our house is a uh, simulation training development, so it mm. lends itself well to the World of Warcraft environment sometimes. I can but, see how that would go. But it's really interesting. Uh, we we talk about it a lot on our show about the how WoW can transcend you know cultures and people and, and jobs and everything else and provide a lot of commonality. Um, but you mentioned something, and I want to kind of track back a little bit on it, about uh, updating the version number when um, Blizzard releases patches. Is there a system that they have internally that basically says, all right, you had version 5 before, we just updated, so your version 5 is now out of date? Yes. Uh, when you go into, uh, when you launch the game and go into the add-ons preferences, there's that load out of date add-ons checkbox. Right. What that actually looks at is uh, what's called the TOC version number. Uh, TOC, short for Table of Contents. Each add-on has to have a little file which just lists its name and all the other files in it so the game knows what to load. And it has a, what, a, a field for what version of the game you're targeting. So whenever they release a major patch, I have to go in and bump that up. Uh, for instance, right now the version is fifty thousand one hundred. Wow. Okay. <laughs> they tend to leave a lot of room for them to bump numbers at the end, just in case. Sure. <laughs> it's always very close to the current actual version of the game. You know, we're in patch five point one now, and five oh one oh oh is pretty close there. Pretty so. close. Yeah, I would give it that. So then you go in and you update your config file to target that particular version, and then it's considered an, a current add-on for the game. Yes. And do you get any kind of leeway, any kind of window? Does Blizzard call you up and go, hey, uh, David, by the way, we're, we're going to release tomorrow? Sadly not. <laughs> add-on authors don't get any more inside information on when the patch is launched than anyone else does. Would, would be nice, wouldn't it? It would be kind of nice. <laughs> I mean, we, we do, you know... When the PTR is out, which Blizzard has been doing a lot more for patches lately, obviously, we can go look at it and say, oh, yeah, that's what the new number is, and get ready for it. But and then patch it, day is pretty much always a scramble of everyone updating and releasing. So at that point in time, you just you update your config file, you push out to your website, Curse, WoW Interface, whoever's got your files, and then everybody else updates and does their thing. Yep. Interesting. Very interesting. Well... You know, I want to thank you for the time you've given us tonight. I want to congratulate you for making such a fantastic add-on. Um, I, it, I I giggle almost when I go to my bank and and you know sort from my bags to the to the bank or vice versa, whatever I'm doing, because of the amount of time that it has saved me. It's been incredible, and, uh, and that's why I, we picked you. I picked you as my favorite of, of 2012. So congratulations on that. You don't get anything except my praise, but. <laughs> if you're in Orlando, anytime I'll buy you a cup of coffee or something. But uh, 
But congratulations. Enough, you don't you don't get into the WoW add-on development business for the money. Th- so. This is true. I don't think you can. I don't think I think they frown upon that last time I checked. <laughs> but it didn't go well for Carbonites, no. No, nah, didn't go well for them at all, did it? Nope. <laughs> but I want to thank you again for your time and thank you again so much for uh, for contributing this, you know, that and the other add-ons we mentioned tonight with Silver Dragon and and uh, the stuff that you're doing for Handy Notes is just fantastic. And, oh, before you leave, um, how do people get a hold of you? You can check out my website if you'd like. It is davidlynch.org. It, that actually has links to pretty much every single social website I'm on. So it's sort of business cardy in its way. And how do you spell that? D-A-V-I-D-L-Y-N-C-H dot O-R-G. Perfect. Thank you again uh, for joining us tonight for, uh, for HearthCast. So, hey, Freck. Hey, Ruth. A couple weeks ago, we had the Mighty Grom and his lovely wife here. That was in very In the studio, fun. right? And um, you uh, scroll a resurrected friend him thing, whatever, right? Yes. Well, he told us then he wanted to come back and play AOE. Uh-huh. So, guess who's here? <gasps> the Mighty Grom. Hello, everybody. Hello. Back. He's back. <laughs> All right. I'm back and I'm back. I've, I've uh, actually moved over to... Uh, the server and uh, got a, uh, a friendly uh, guild invite from the Hoarderlies. And Yay. I have a uh, level 90 uh, hunter uh, goblin now. So Oh, we met. Oh. What's your eye oh, level? You, um, my eye level? Yeah. You mean my item level? Yeah. Oh, I'm only at 437. I just okay. started playing this thing, so... We'll get you <laughs> up there. We'll get you into, into LFR soon. That's going to be a blast. So what have you been doing in-game? Well, um, since I scroll of resurrected, I was able to uh, start with a level 80 uh, goblin, and I decided hunter was the way I wanted to go. First thing I did was I went off and got myself uh, another fuzzy nugs, because you can't have a, a <laughs> goblin hunter or any kind of a hunter without a bear pet. You need fuzzy and, nugs. Yeah. Yes, yes. And uh, was uh, looking around the game, uh, did a bunch of leveling, and uh, now that I'm level 90, I started doing the uh, scenarios, which I've actually been enjoying. Awesome. I enjoy scenarios too. So we got a question for you, Gorm. Going into this yes, going into this round of AOE. Who, sir, would you like to challenge? Well, I, I knew this from the from the get go. I figured given my recent lack of inexperience with the game, um, I should definitely give you root a <sighs> chance to Cream me and and <laughs> increase your level and and your uh, and your percentages here well, because you know. <laughs> See, there's a, the problem is this is going to backfire, and then it's going to be like Root loses to a guy who hasn't played the game <laughs> and just came back with the school of resurrection and got ninety in three weeks and still loses. But well, <laughs> true. But then you just have to send me back the uh, the the puck of victory. Oh oh, are we going for the puck? What? Well, any competition, a puck. Oh, man. And the, oh, you know what? I, I will honor that. Gorm and I used to play air hockey every night after work. We'd leave Pleasure Island at about 2 o'clock in the morning, 2, 2.30. We would get to the Contemporary Resort on Disney property, go to the game room, and play air hockey. We had a puck, an extra puck, one night. And that became our trophy. I still have the puck. How'd you end up with an extra puck? You I just don't, spit two it, out. It, we, we, and yeah, I don't remember exactly okay. how we got the puck, but we have the puck. 
I have well, the puck. Yes, it, it became a trophy. Stole it. No, it, oh, okay. it was just there. Mm. We don't steal. Mm-hmm. So, all right, for the puck. Yeah. I believe it was predestined to become a trophy uh, that, that would be passed back and forth between Rude and myself. This is true. Wait, so who has it right now? I do. You do? I do. Okay. It is right above uh, the wall mount I made for my ukulele. Okay. That's where it lives. So if you lose, I have to send the puck. I, I will. Office. I will send the puck to the mighty Grom. And, wow! And actually, I had a, I had an idea for you folks. Um, I know that this is the uh, last episode, last standard episode of the season, but I was thinking to that it might be fun to bring back one of your old traditions and do a PvP between uh, you and uh, Freckleface, between Root and Freckleface, uh, hosted by myself. Hmm. Um, for your show to let you guys actually get out some of that animosity that you might have had. So, and it would be this grand concept of, you know, all kinds of trivia from all sorts of different areas. So it would be fair for both. Of you. Hmm. Although all root, all, um, wow related. So. All wow related. All right. Well, I'm going to prepare. And, uh, while I do, I will play this for you guys to listen to. Get ready to play HearthCast AOE. The game where you don't have to be exactly right to win. Here are the rules. Caller, you go first. Players get two points for being closer to the right answer. And four points for being exactly right. If both players' answers are the same, the players split the points. In the event of a tie, we go to the time card. The player with the fastest time wins. Okay, are you ready? I am ready. Okay, starting the clock. How many races can play a monk? Ooh, I don't know. I haven't played with that yet, so I'm going to guess five. How much XP does it take to get from 89 to 90? Was it like 22 million? Question three. How many Guild Bank tabs are available? Six. Question four. How many minutes warning does the server give you before restarting? Fifteen. And question five. What model is Blingtron? Blingtron model? I have no clue. So, I'm going to take a swag and say X3. <laughs> well, it's just a number. It's just oh. a model number, sorry. Okay, I'm going to stick with the three then. All right. No idea. Okay, time. All right, let's get Rue back in here. Okay. I'm hoping time will save me. <laughs> Get on set phones. There you go. I was watching Hulu on my phone. <gasps> Whoa, what yeah. are you watching? Fringe. What? Fringe. What's that? Uh, it's like X-Files reboot. Oh. It was a sci-fi TV show. Yeah. Huh. It's really good. I just got Hulu, so I was watching that. It's cool. I can watch it on my phone. <laughs> you okay. shiny things. So, uh, how'd you do? Oh, I'm sure I did awful. <laughs> okay. You ready? Yeah, might as well. Let's do okay. this. Get it over with. I'm going to miss that puck. Clock? 
Question one. How many races can play a month? One. Question two. How much XP does it take to get from 89 to 90? 90,000. Question three. How many Guild Bank tabs are available? Six. Question four. How many minutes warning does the server give you before restarting? Fifteen. And question five, what model number is Blinktron? Four thousand? And time. Yeah, oh, it's so nine thousand, isn't it? Like over nine thousand. It's probably nine thousand and one. I have no clue. I didn't know. <laughs> I guess three. You will learn to love Blinktron if you have yeah. not met him yet. He, he will be your favorite. He person gives you shinies and it makes Freckleface mad because she thinks another guy's quest the first <laughs> Blingtron is amazing. I'm, I'm, I apologize. You've not encountered Blingtron yet, but when you do, just get it over. Be happy. Just give me. Okay, your, just, all right. Just give me give your me address. So I can send you the puck and puck. <laughs> well, I think we should hear the uh, scores first. We should. Okay, are we ready for the answers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Question yeah. one: How many races can play a monk? Root said one. Mighty Grom said five. The answer is 11. Really? Yes. It's not just pandas. I love just pandas. Nope. <laughs> so Grom was closer, so he gets two points for being closer, even though you're both wrong. Woohoo! I don't think I've seen anybody be a monk but pandas. I know. They're not that common, but they're there. Mm-hmm. They're available. Mm-hmm. Question two. How much XP does it take to get from 89 to 90? And this is where Grom might have had an advantage, because he, he did just ding. Uh, Root, you said 90,000. Gorm said 22 million. And the answer is 27.5 million. Wow, I got closer on that one, too. Yeah, it says two points for being close. For being closer. Oh, missed that puck. <laughs> Question three. How many Guild Bank tabs are available? Root, you said six. Mm-hmm. Gorm said six. <laughs> the answer is eight. Since you're both wrong, you both split the points, which gives you one each. The total is now one I was gonna say eight to too. five. No I chance of me coming back unless I get both of these right on the money. I haven't logged into a guild bank in two years, though, so. All right, question four. How many minutes warning does the server give you before restarting? 30. Root said 15. Yeah. Gorm also said 15. Mm-hmm. Correct answer is 15. Yeah, but we split the points. So you both split the points. You both win. get two. Congratulations, each. you won. So the answer, yeah, the score is now three, two, seven. It don't matter. I can't win. <laughs> Unless you got Blinktron right. No, I'm going to get Blinktron right. Question five What model number is Blinktron? Root said 4,000. Grom said three. The answer is 4,000. Root, you got that one right on the money. Whoa! Says four points for you, which brings us seven to seven. <laughs> so we're going to the time card. Gorm uh, had a minute and 14 seconds. Minute and 14? Root had 39 seconds. Uh, so Root, holy moly. You beat job, the newbie Root. on the time, <laughs> time card. So. It's a win. I get to keep the puck. I'm happy. Yes, good job. <laughs> Man, so, um, at least I didn't embarrass you on your podcast. No, you did. You did. <laughs> <laughs> but this was a lot of fun. And, uh, uh, that's our I second tie. To, 
Two ties. Yeah. Two weeks in a row. It's crazy. We tied. You tied with with Kevin last week. Yeah. Now I tied with Grom this week. That's why. Oh. Yeah. Wow. That's great. I think you guys need to do the PVP. Yeah. We can do PVP. Do you have something ready, or is that going to be for next time? Oh no, that's for next time. Next, next season. time. Okay. So. Next season. Next season. Root and I are going to go head to head. Head to head. With questions from Gorm. If That'd you guys, exciting. yeah, we could. If the answers were verified, well, yeah, I get, we trust Gorm. We do. Yeah. Trust him to Google stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you I will come up with ten very well-researched questions. Oh, oh. ten. Ten questions. Wow. And you guys will be able to have a chance to go head-to-head, and it'll actually be both of you at the same time. I've got a way to make this work. Okay, oh. so then speed will be an issue. Oh, yeah. It it's always be. an issue. It's, it's it's the factor people forget about. Yeah, it will be. And in PvP, it is very important that That's you true. that you watch your speed. And of course, if you don't have the interaction with the other person, if you can't stare at them and see what they're doing, it's not the same. Mm. So this is going to be a true PvP, a true battle, mm. and mm. I think you guys will really enjoy it. Well, I'm excited. I'm, I'm looking forward to. I'm gonna myself. start studying. No, that's, don't. Yeah, no. that's gonna do. Don't great. you need to play League of Legends? No, My Little Pony. Maybe. <laughs> Hello Kitty. <laughs> There's always Minecraft too, but uh, oh, Minecraft. I, you know, I actually need to spend a lot more time leveling, and that's what I'm going to do over the holiday season. And uh, not leveling, uh, uh, building up my gear level so that I can actually go out and try that. Looking for raid stuff. Awesome, dude. Awesome. Well, but thanks for. Thanks for coming on and, and, and playing a game of AOE. Another nail biter. Woo. It was my pleasure. And I, I feel uh, I feel uh, pleased to have done as well as I've, I did. And, oh, yeah. Um, you know, it's like a roller coaster of emotions. I thought I was losing my puck. <laughs> I'll get it from you next time. <laughs> you should say that with an evil laugh. Uh, well, okay. I'll get it from you next time. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. See you guys later. All right. right, Thank you, sir. Bye-bye. Bye. If you want to be on HearthCast AOE, you can email us at contribute at HearthCast.com and say, I want to play AOE. You can add me, HearthCastFreck, to Skype or Twitter and say, I want to play AOE. You can comment on our Facebook page and say, I want to play AOE. You can call 407-520-5342 and say, I want to play AOE. And on the set time, we'll call you, you'll play one of us, and you'll be forever written into the history books of WoW Podcasting. You're in the hot seat. It's a short hot seat today, Frank. Is it? Yeah. But it's an interesting hot seat nonetheless. Okay. So I have a couple would you wather questions. Actually, it's one would you wather, and then Cold has a very interesting question for the hot seat. Hmm. Matthew from Twitter, he says... Would you wowther? Yes, you said wowther, by the way. He said, would you wowther be forced to serve Raytheon or Sylvanas for all eternity? Oh, I don't know. I think I'd go with, with Sylvanas because I you know her a little better. Raytheon, he's he's scary. His people are everywhere. Mm-hmm. You notice that? Mm-hmm. Just every single zone, just got people hanging out. Yeah. And you talk to them, like, what's up? <laughs> Ain't saying much right now, are they? No, they're not. Yeah, it's, it's a little, little creepy, isn't it? It's a little foreboding. It's a good word. Yeah. You're full of big words. I know. You? Full of it. Big words. 
So you say Sylvanas. Yeah, Lady okay, Sylvanas. Her. Yeah, yeah. Right. Cold from Cold's Gold Factory says, "Dear Freck, platypus, pring mantis, manatee, teacup, pig, IRL, make each one a pet, a giant mount, a meal, and an outfit." So you have platypus, praying okay. mantis, manatee, teacup, pig. A teacup pig, or is that a teacup and a pig? Uh, there's no comma between them. So okay. It could be oh, a teacup, teacup pig. pig okay, like a teacup poodle. Okay. There's I no had a such teacup a poodle. So no, I had a toy poodle. IRL. Which one is a pet? A giant mount? A meal? And an outfit? Oh, there's a real thing. This is like a quiz. I doubt it, <laughs> because at least two. I I don't think you'd eat any of these, but. Which one would you eat? You can eat a pig. You can eat a teacup pig. Okay. So that's, you your like, that's your meal? You have like a mini ham sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I hadn't thought of that. Okay. What are the other options? Uh, platypus, praying mantis, manatee. Uh, pet, giant mount, and meal, and an outfit. Oh, I can't change the meal to manatees. Those look good. <laughs> okay. I would go with um, the manatee for the mount. <laughs> Unless it tries to drown me. Um, praying mantis for the meal. Because you can just pop those babies in. You know, <laughs> fry it. Oh, I was at a Universal. And they have fried scorpions. I've had those. And like. Yeah, they're good. Like bacon and cheese yep. flavored. Mm-hmm. I've had bacon. They're good. It's very tempting. Because I know several people who say they eat anything with bacon. I wanted to buy them just to get them like, oh, really? <laughs> no, it's good. Have some I've, bugs. I've, I've had that. I've had that. It's They're good. good? Yes. Hmm. A little spicy, but good. <laughs> oh, what's the last one? Platypus would be the pet. It's cute. So, pet platypus. Uh-huh. The meal is the praying mantis. Uh-huh. The, the mount, mount is the manatee. So, your outfit is the teacup pig? No, we're eating the teacup pig. You can't eat the teacup pig. Oh, and- you're right. I got mixed up. Yeah. So your outfit- oh, okay. Yeah, we can make the teacup pig part of the outfit because it can be like those people that used to have the little cockroaches <laughs> a few years ago. Just like attach a little pig to the, shul- to the um, shoulder and have it like run all around. When I was in third grade in Panama, we used to catch cicadas and do that. Ain't oh. nothing new. Yeah, but they're all they're all bejeweled. Yeah, we used to do the same thing. Really? Yeah. Except we used to use like fishing stuff on them. Hmm. Because they didn't have bejeweled and bedazzled when I was in third grade. Yeah. Put googly eyes on them. <laughs> That's so cruel. Well, they're great. What are you going to do? That's true. You're there, you're catching frogs and putting firecrackers up their butts. Yeah. Or yeah. frying ants with your magnifying glasses. Oh, we used to do that too. So mean. Oop. Kids are so cruel. We had, um, uh, we used to go, because in Panama there are large uh, ant hills. Uh-huh. And we'd go digging into the ant hills, getting the queens out. Because you dig, 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 and you yeah. find the queens. And then you get two opposing queens, right? Everybody get a queen, and then you go meet, and you have queen uh, deathmatch fights. Really? Yeah. How did you not get bit? Oh, you got bit. <laughs> Make no mistake, you got bit. You, oh. Yeah, you would get bit while you were there. But she didn't care? Nah, you got to get the queen. Huh. And then everybody, as soon as everybody had the queen, you'd be like, down with your five buddies, you, all, you find five big old you know hills, you dig them up, uh-huh. you find the queen, you get the queen. Uh-huh. And now everybody gets a queen. You go back, and we had a, we had a, a terrarium that we kind of cleaned out. Uh-huh. And that's where you had your, your battles. So you'd always be left to one survivor. Yeah, 
Wow. Yeah, it, Battle Royale. You basically, you know, you, you, you roll and you, who, who goes first. Okay, who are you rolling against? Are you going to, okay, you go, then winner, you know, winner stays. <laughs> Move on to the next bracket because the loser's dead. Wow. That's disturbing. A lot of different levels. Oh, we were helping out the, the ant population. Oh, were well, you? They just create a new queen. That's all they do. Well, we lost one, make another one. There are millions of ants. Mm, there yeah. are a lot of ants. Yeah. Okay. It was fun. Okay. Yeah. Take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Freck, that about does it for episode 150. 150. Can you believe it? Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, outside of you being on Vote to Kick 44, mm-hmm. it's out already. been listening to it. You and I are going to be on the next episode of Realm Maintenance of the Row. That is correct. But we can't end our regular season with our final episode without awarding the final Harthy of 2012. So, without further ado, Freck, would you like to announce the winner of the final Harthy of 2012? I would love to. Our winner of the Harthy for his calls and his beeps and his encouragement is none other than our very own Safety One. Yay! Yay! He has been probably our longest listener. Yeah. One of, yeah. Yeah. He remembers stuff, too. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Safety, you got to get down to Florida and and claim this. I'm kidding. We'll send it to you. We'll, We'll get your information, and we will get this out in the mail to you. But it would be cool if you made it to Florida anyhow. Yeah. He's been down through here before. Yeah. Just didn't get to see us honked on his way through town. Yeah, no. Called us. He said, hey, I'm driving to Orlando. Beeped his horn. Bye, safety. (laughs) (laughs) So congratulations to Safety One for winning the final Hearthy of 2012 season of of Hearthcast season four. That's awesome. And guys, we are going to uh, be wrapping it up for the year. Um, regular scheduled podcast. This is it for season four. Thank you for being part of season four. You can still, however, be part of our shows. Uh, season five will be kicking off in January. Prior to that, we will have some special episodes here and there, but they won't be full episodes, so they won't get numbered. But you can always get a hold of us. Hasn't changed in years. You can send us an email at contribute at hearthcast.com. You can visit our website at hearthcast.com and uh, fill out a submission form. You can call our Hearthcast hotline at 407-520-5342. You can send us a tweet on Twitter. The show is at Hearthcast. Freckleface is at Hearthcast Freck. And I'm at Hearthcast Root. You can also hit us up on Facebook. That's facebook.com forward slash Hearthcast. And for anything else, just Google Hearthcast for all of our content information. We'd again like to thank our sponsors for Season 4, ReduceTheLag.com and Response Studios. You can always find HearthCast on iTunes or on Stitcher, or you can drop our RSS feed into your favorite podcasting app. Until next year, this has been Root and Freckleface for HearthCast.com. It's about World of Warcraft Take a break from your grind If you have the time To listen to our show 
We got gnomes and dwarves and night elves too And we would like to thank you For listening, for listening We would like to thank you Yeah, a sock in the door or a hat in the head What, what, what? What? No No, <laughs> no, no freckle face, no oh, sorry No, no <laughs> Take it out. No, no. <laughs> You're acting so vehemently that I get embarrassed. <laughs> Don't use big words. <laughs>